And you are tuning in to Why Not Sports with the homie D Murph. So why not? Why not? Why not sports? It impacts your everyday life. Why not sports? It's more than on and off the courts. Why not sports? Hey. Why not sports? Yeah. Why not sports? It impacts your everyday life. Why not sports? It's more than on and off the court. Why not sports? Hey. Why not sports? D Murph. You a fool for this one. <laughs> yeah. All right, world. Here we go again. Road to 500. Got this dope brother on the other end. Stay in the same town, age town. So that means we're going to talk about some Rockets. But in the meantime, contributing NBA reporter for Dream Shake and ESPN 97.5 on the Houston Rockets. Dog lover and can't forget a family man. World help me welcome Mr. Zach Allen to Why Not Sports. Oh. What's up, man? What's up, man? Uh, I'm rocking, bro. I'm, I'm just came to support, man, and, and you know, and, and be and be part of the new, and be part of the movement, man. So I'm just glad to be on the show. Um, you know, I don't mind talking to anybody about hoops because I love it, man. I played in high school, uh, played played a little bit, I played a little bit in college, but it wasn't, you know, it was more rec ball. It wasn't no, you know, I yeah. wish I was that good like you did. <laughs> you know, I, ain't, I was I was good enough to hoop in the rec, but I wasn't good. Enough, I don't know if I was good enough to hoop, you know. My coach in high school told me I could play a little college ball, I think. Told me to try out. I was like, nah. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's all good, man. But look what you're doing now, though. Mm-hmm. Doing big Close to the game, still. That's all that matters. Absolutely. Close to the games, man. So, I like to tell anybody, man, even though you're not playing or haven't played professionally or collegially, but look what you're doing now. You have the opportunity or you have done things that a lot of people wish they can do, and that's talk to the professional athletes, the NBA players and personnel. And you do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's, just, it's just, you know, um, it's a grind. I'm, I'm getting closer, I feel like. Uh, I'm taking steps um, in the right direction. Even though it feels like it's taking forever, I, I just feel like, at the same time, it's, something's going to pop up eventually. It's going to come closer. Um, I'm trying to keep everybody near me that's around me, that's supposed to be around me. Um, there you go. It's important for me to keep these connections. If something does big pop up for me, like I would never lose connections with you, Derek. Um, you know, my lane's always open. Just, just like anybody else. Um, it, you know, if you know, folks need something, I my goal is to, to make sure I can help them out. Any way I can, or just or just keep them close until you know opportunity presents itself. Like myself, I'm still trying to. I got people I'm leeching on, not leeching on, but like you know, communicating with about opportunities. I've kind of chilled out a little bit because I've been a little busy. But um, like I said the door will open. The door that door will open up eventually. Uh, right now I'm just you know keep writing. I got a couple of content. I guess content I want to put out this weekend. Um, yeah, but it's a, it's a, it's a busy one. I can't make the um, you know, the the, the fan fest they got at Toyota. You know, see all the fans there, and you know, yeah. all the players and the personnel. I would love to be there, but you know, today is a busy day for my wife and I. And you know, uh, kid was sick last night, so you know, you know how that goes. Yeah, yeah. But remember, like I said, Zach, at the beginning, during the intro, 
family mm-hmm. man, okay? So just like I told you, man, as much as I love sports and, and it has done wonders, priorities, family. So, again, salute mm-hmm. to you, brother. And thank you for your time, man, for real. Of course, of course, of course, of course, man, of course, man. So now I got the listeners like, all right, Murph, you got Zach. We know you love basketball. Mm-hmm. Let's talk Rockets. Let's talk mm-hmm. about what they're looking like, even though um, they played against my Spurs preseason. Preseason, you know, it's preseason, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. What are your thoughts, yeah. man, about Mr. Jalen Green and the team as of right now? From I what like you've him, seen? bro. I like, I like what he, I like, but he's very aggressive, and you know, you need that, you know, to, you know, you need it as an NBA player. You got to be aggressive, no matter yeah. how the game is flowing. Um, you know, you miss a shot. Um, and I think we both, you know, talked about it. I, I asked him. You know, he he gave me good responses. You can't let the next play, you know, define who you are because yeah. you got more of the game to play. And yeah. that's how you should think in the NBA. You should take as many shots as you should because you look at guys like Steph and James Harden. They take up, they take like fifty shots a night, and they might yeah. make thirty of them, if not twenty of them, still give you thirty-five. Yeah. So it's about being aggressive. But the thing about Jalen is you start because you see it slowly starting to happen. He's starting to understand the offense more. I watched the Spurs last night. I watched part of it. The Strolls were playing until I fell asleep on it. I was yeah. really tired. <laughs> no, that's real. Um, Trust me. I woke up. I was I was extremely happy that they won. But, you know, you see parts of the game where Jalen, you know, he's understanding the actions. He's looking He's looking. In, he's looking in on the offense. You know, he's knowing where he needs to be. He's taking the shots that he needs to take. And, you know, it's about just, you know, it's just you know, it's about taking his time. Because you, you look at guys like Jalen Green, he reminds me of a Devin Booker and Zach Levine mix. Like, mm-hmm. great shooter, very athletic. I mean, I was, I mean, from the perimeter, he's a very decent, good shooter. He's still working on that three ball. I think he'll be a really good three-pointer, a good three-point shooter, if not better than James Harden for the Rockets mm. as a shooter. Because he, he has a touch. He has a nice touch. So is James Harden, but... I think, you know, some of somebody's jump shot not looking, you know, right. But it's actually good form. That's how his jump shot is supposed to be. It's good form. Gotcha. Um, you know, uh, but I think, you know, he's he's an, he's an elite talent, um, including Kevin Porter Jr. He's still sure. learning as well, offense. Um, defense, as somebody, you know, when you're not watching the game, you know, folks will always tell you on Twitter. You definitely follow that fan base, the Rockets Twitter. Somebody told me his defense struggle, but I said a steal. Yeah, he's becoming a pretty good steal. You know, he's, he has show he's he's showing the preseason. He has good hands. James Harden had good hands. Um, I mean, you don't have to play the best defense in the NBA. It's all about it's all about having good hands, and you can be top five. You can be a steal leader in defense because you have good hands. Yep, and so, not really play man to man defense like that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's tough. It's, it's tough to lock. It's tough to lock folks up in the NBA. It's really yeah, tough. I mean, facts. it's extremely hard. Not, not everybody. Everybody gets theirs. Everybody gets got. And that's the truth. Yeah. But um, it's an important just to have really, really good hands, just like Jalen Green. Uh, Christian Wood had nineteen, nineteen. Yeah. Um, he's looking more versatile. So I just think it's preseason. I mean, I don't think the Rockets will be you know that bad this season. I was talking to my friend uh from from the athletic. You know, I don't want to. You know, because I don't. I don't know if he can jump or not for this, but we what we both discussed it was like the the wins um, between like thirty and forty. Uh, he predicted like eighteen, twenty. I said between thirty and thirty and forty, 
around that range. And mm. I seen overtime have us in playing predictions. I said that before the season start. Like I said, man, I think the Rockets will make sense of this right at All Star break is when they start having these streaks of winning, mm. you know, consistently. Right now, they're trying to figure it out. There's new, the new guys they need more practice. This season, they have more practice to be around each other, get to know who they are. Uh, Saz has a chance to just he's getting know all these guys going to dinner, you know, just talking to him at, at his house, um, just being around these guys. So, um, I think Saz does a great job at you know just being around you know these individuals and just trying to get to know who they are personally, and so he knows how to coach them as well. And just you know the, the young guys, they're young, so you know you know how young teams are. The, oh, the Thunder were a very very bad team with Russell Westbrook, James Harden, Kevin Durant, right, very right. very bad. Took them three years. They put it together, but it's just all about putting it together. It's all that matters. Now, as I look at the roster, Zach, mm-hmm. I like what the Rockets are doing to help groom Jalen. They brought in DJ <laughs> Augustine, a veteran. Yeah. Dante, yeah. excellent. Uh, uh, another vet. He's been around yeah, for a I, while. Yeah. So those are two point guards or two guard, and that's not including still having, you know, Eric Gordon still around until he get, you know, situated on what he's going to do. So that, that right there are three solid veterans that can help groom Jalen to be, like you said, amongst the elite and fighting for that rookie of the year candidate. Yeah, I think, you know, it's coming to where Daniel House and Dante Exum are both playing for roster spots right now. Loki, mm-hmm. they're both playing for, like, roster spots. Like, um, And Daniel House Dante Exum, game, though. When he was doing the mm-hmm. bubble, man, please. Boy, it was bubble. I just think, you, you said what? I said doing the bubble. Oh, doing the bubble. Oh, yeah, the bubble. Yeah, he had a little bubble situation. Yeah, and then that yeah, went Dan- downhill yeah, after that. Yeah, Daniel House is starting to slip off though. I mean, he's probably he's owed between like three and four million dollars this year. Yeah. Um, he looked pretty good last. I don't know, looking good. Uh, you know, I think Daniel House is a pretty good rim runner and a pretty good cutter. Um, and a pretty occasionally hit the three and pretty good in transition. Pretty good lob player as well. But I mean, he doesn't do it all the time. He, yeah. he that can only get you what six, eight points a game. Yeah. As a shooting forward in the NBA. Not a very good ball handler. Um, he's a decent one. He can he can he can cross you up a, little, a tiny bit, but it's not like pretty um, like it used to be. Like I think when he signed with the Golden State Warriors, I don't know, I'm getting off track. Uh, and when, when he signed with the Rockets, and you know he played his you know he played against the Golden State Warriors, had that blow up game. We expected him to be who he is. Mm-hmm. He was supposed to blow up. He didn't blow up. He's you know he stayed. He got. I won't say worse and worse, but he just digressed. Yeah. So just to get off him. Um, DJ Augustine is perfect. Uh, we brought him in last year. Good guy to talk to. Good rotational player. Um, no surprise if he does get dealt this year. Eric Gordon, he probably could get dealt this year. Um, he's a good vet though to talk to. He's been, we can he's talk been about around. John Wall, he's, he's definitely you know sat down a lot, so he actually seen a lot of it because you know he's been injured a lot. Mm-hmm. But he's still a good player, though. Yeah. Um, um, no disrespect to him. And you get, don't forget about Daniel Tice. I, I would look him. I respect him more than I would would Dante Exum. I think I said Dante Exum is playing for a roster spot, even though he got a contract. I think I think Dante Exum is a guy where you can. 
I think I think what Stone is really doing with the, with Daniel and some of these guys is he's you know he's signing these guys some contracts, but we're waving them so they're getting paid. So but as they're waiting for a team, the Rockets are still paying the minimum dollars. You know, it's it's on the budget. You know what I mean? Mm. So he's 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 using some of his finances to make sure these players get paid before he releases them. So like Marcus Foster, um, I think he gave him a two-way contract. Uh, they said the Knicks, he, he didn't cut him, but, um, you know, he got him on a contract. I think they waived Tyler Bay. Um, so, it's, it's it's some of these guys that you, you want to look at. But the leadership, like, I would definitely look at Daniel Tice. He's always talking to him. He's always putting his arm around him. Any conversation that Jalen wants to have, he'll have it with him. Mm-hmm. So, uh, him and DJ, same thing. So, it's just important for those guys to be in his life. For this season, I would. I mean, plus Daniel, is is good, but yeah. Okay. So what's going on? Too, I know we had, we had not in this case living in Houston. The Rockets had brought in John Wall, and now what is the word about that? There's no word just yet. I remember asking Stone about that question in media day. He wouldn't give me. He didn't give me a response. He's like, "Yo, we don't." I don't think it's appropriate to talk about it during media day right now at this moment, but so I, I'm just not going to answer that right now. Mm-hmm. Answer that. I'm like, hey, he's very stone. Raphael Stone is a very, very, very nice guy. Very, very nice guy. He says knows you in a nice way. <laughs> <laughs> As so, a part uh, of media, it's okay. Um, and like you said, it's, it's okay. a grind. It's a grind. It's not. It's just. I used to take it so. I used to get so offended when I first started. Now it doesn't offend me because I understand. Yeah, it's the, it's, the, it's, the, it's 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 game about it's, the, it's just it's what's the word for it? It's um it's 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 a professional game, mm. so it's it's business. Yep. So I understand business. Yep. So I understand his philosophy, but John Wall, you just got to be patient. You know, it's all about being patient. You know, looking for the right team, looking for how much money can we take off his contract? We can you know take off his contract by us. So it makes it more tradable. You know, who's desperate enough? Who, who's going to need a point guard? What elite teams going to lose their point guard for the season where they're like, okay, we need, we need a guard. We got to bring in John Wall. We got to yeah. figure out how can we get him? How much can we give up? Because we need we need a guard. So, you know, the Clippers, they lose, you know, multiple guards. They have they have a good, you know, set they got going on over there. But mm-hmm. say if somebody goes down there, they, they might start talking. Um, I'm surprised Philly didn't jump on it. So, yeah. Um, uh, Miami, um, they get possibly jump if something happens to Kyle Lowry. You know, uh, you just gotta be patient and just—it's basically—it's basically a watch game to see, who, to see who needs him when a point guard gets injured. Um, Indiana can be a good, a decent situation for him too as well. It's just, you know, Stone wants to put him in the right situation because he he wants to do right by John Wall. We just want to put him in no, you know, poochies. You know what I mean, poochies. No, no, no bad moment where he's not going to make the playoffs. He wants to make the playoffs. He wants to win. John Wall didn't make it last year, so he wants to make sure he does right about him making the playoffs. You know, it's my fault. It's important for Stone to figure it out, and he will. It's just about patience. Okay. Okay. Now, we also got to talk about the big man, and he's going to need some help, especially uh, in that paint, and it's Christian Wood. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about him. Alpen Sagoon. Say that word with me. Offensive goon. It's 
I say often. He, um, the Turkish big man. Uh, last night I heard somebody say, you know, Stone might make a tough decision about starting uh, uh, Alpin Sagoon over Daniel Tice, which I've seen it happen in, you know, the drive time where you might want to start Alpin because he's more versatile. He's a good mm-hmm. passer. Um, can, you know, do his thing from the perimeter. Dak can create space with Christian Wood. Daniel Tice is a guy who played defensively. And I think Daniel Tice will be okay with coming off the bench. I think he's a good bench guy. Coming off the bench, getting some good, getting some great minutes off the bench, you know, rebounding. Or Alvin can play defense, rebound, and score. You know, Daniel Tice can, you know, of course, you know, put the ball in the hoop occasionally. I like Daniel Tice. Mm. I like what he does. You know, hearing him talk um, about what he, about you know, what he's done for other teams and how he likes some of these young guys on his team. Uh, but you know, Christian Wood is a guy where he can he can watch Christian Wood from the bench and help Christian Wood out. Uh, and you know, he can create space for Christian Wood with his body. Mm-hmm. You know, big, big, big guy. I mean, huge. Um, plus Christian Wood, I think you know, I think he, I think he, I think the scary thing about Christian Wood is what I talked about two nights ago with somebody from the Rockets. Um, is is it possible? Not not like you know, Rockets media. Is it possible possible for this guy to like, you know, get traded by the end of the season? Because it's like, uh, like if we can't win with him, I mean, of course he wants to win. And what if Christian Wood is impatient? You know, this is a contract year for him, man. He has to make sure he plays. I mean, he's up for. He can still get a max contract because he's yeah. averaging. He's average. He's going to average over twenty points a game. That's how you get a max contract. Mm-hmm. It, he wants to also a max contract where he can get probably a 180, 170 deal. You know, mm-hmm. then just, but right now he's between like between he's between like 130 and and like uh, 150, right in that range. Mm-hmm. It, the lowest is 120. But I mean, what if he gets impatient? I mean, you can get a lot back from Christian Wood. I mean, and plus the, the, the draft next year is filled with a lot of. A lot of front court potential, definitely at a at a shooting forward position where, where we need a guy at, and so we're bringing in more younger experience, where it's going to take more time. <laughs> yeah, but it's about how the future looks, and you got a good coach that's ready to just you know amplify all this young, all these young tools he has on his team. <clears throat> yes, sir. Just all about being patient, bro. Oh yeah, no, absolutely, yeah. and that's why I was going to ask you now, being a part of media, and talk about patience. What made you take that jump to be in media? I'm glad you, I'm glad you asked me that question, bro. Um, bro, like this was like in high school. This, no, this was like in college. It was like a a slight like I didn't know I was going to do this, bro. Like mm-hmm. it happened to me. I don't know where going in my second semester of age. I mean, it just, it just, it's just something to just say, you're going to do this. You're going to stick with it. <laughs> okay. And I was like, I watched it. I was watching first take and I watched Stephen A. And I was like, I want to do what he does. <laughs> okay. I, looked, I, I looked at what he, how he did it and how, where, where he came from. I was a big Stephen A fan back in the day. I love Stephen A. Now he's, he's altered my opinion about him. But I respect what he, I respect how he got to where he got to. You know, it's a tough journey, and it really is. I got a tough journey myself going on right now. Um, you know, uh, it was just like you knew you weren't going to make a lot of money starting off. 
mm-hmm. you're not gonna make i mean unless you know somebody you're gonna have to you know start your own media company or you're gonna just have to grind it out and just you know and like jameel hill hearing her talk Stephen a hearing him talk hearing some of these other guys talk on how they started and uh you know, you're not gonna. It's not gonna start off the best, but as long as you, you got your foot in that door, you know, like you get, you can get in front of the players, you can get in front of the front office, you can ask good questions, you can write good content, you can get, um, you know, notified by SB Nation saying this guy NBA best article, you know, multiple times. Your 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 manager at a rec, you know, recognize your talents and Jack, you're really talented. So you know, once you hear you're very very talented, you can you you, you belong in the media. But besides that, is I did a Kook radio show at University of Houston. It was it was more of like a just you know have fun, mm-hmm. you know let's have fun. Friends came on the show. We talked about sports all the time. Then I hopped on you know summertime. I'm was let me dive more deeper into this career. Got into ESPN Houston. Never it was like a, I did that for two years. They gave me media credentials because wow. I was there for so long. Mm-hmm. I knew the, I knew one of the producers there. When he was producer, he became uh, the pro- assistant program director. So he knew who I was when I, when I came back. When I wanted to come back for an internship. When I thought I didn't want to, my mom, you know, she the grace of God, she's been in my life. She knows what's going to happen to me, when it's going to happen. She'll say, Zach, just do it. Mm. Go along with it. It's going to pay off. And I, I didn't want to go back, but I went back because of her. You know, mama knows best. It's crazy. Yes. Uh, so she, she, she go back. I went back. Doing the same thing I did, I was bored, but then started writing for Sports Map. Then um, he was like, when the radio host was like, Zach, go get media credentials. Go. Got media credentials to like the Dallas Mavericks rock again. Man, I'm telling you, man, it was so crazy looking at Luca, looking at KP, looking at Tim Hardaway. Then going in my favorite player's locker room, James Harden, looking at him, looking at Russell Westbrook, looking at um, Clint Capella. Looking at Peter Tucker's locker with all the shoes in it. Mm-hmm. It's not a myth. It's, re- it's real. I've seen his locker. It was crazy <laughs> when he was playing. I mean, there were shoes everywhere. Shoes in the front of the locker room. Shoes in his locker room. It was crazy, bro. Like, I mean, he had shoes from every, from everywhere and every time, period. Um, you know, asking James Harden questions and not getting the best response. and just nervous, bro. I mean, come on, man. You you know I me, mean, Kelly Ico was from the athlete. We're talking about it. I remember he was telling me, bro, like, when he, I don't know. When he first started, uh, Chris Paul's first um, press conference, bro, he asked uh, he asked uh, uh, Chris Paul a good question, but he said he played for the Clippers. And Chris Paul, no, for the Lakers, Chris Paul said, like, huh? What? I only played for the Clippers. I only played for them for two seconds. He's like, everybody started laughing. But, man, I had a, I had a very, very... You know, you're gonna have your, you're gonna have your, you're gonna have your up moments and have your down moments. Mm-hmm. So, bro, I had, uh, the, I've been doing pretty good this year with asking questions. And um, the PR has talked to me, the PR of the Rockets has talked to me about, you know, you can ask, you can ask a little better questions, but more, you know, I'm more, more flowing, flow with them. Um, my friend, my friend Brian Sarge, Sarge you gotta talk to him, really, really good guy. Um, he he'll tell you about me. He no, I start, I start very, very fast. Uh, I, I gotta slow things down when I ask questions on Zoom. Um, I have two bad questions that I've done, bro. And I, I'll tell you right now. Um, I've asked James Harden, you know, some weird, not bad questions, but they were just, you know, very like um, make it make it make sense to him, where he doesn't be like 
uh, I don't know, or just, you know, yeah, got to win. Like, some simple. You got to make it make sense to him. So when I did that for him one time, he actually gave me a really, really great response. So it was Damian Lillard and Jalen Green. Damian Lillard, I asked Trent a really good question. And then I go to Damian Lillard. Ask Damian Lillard a, a question, and I'm talking about I will say, I will show you on Instagram, bro. It's on my it's on my Instagram, but it's hidden. Uh, I ask him a question, bro. It comes out so like I know what I want to say, but I didn't make it make sense at all. I was like kind of <laughs> stuttering. My, like it was like somebody That's stepped real. on my toes, mm. and then I hear somebody from the Blazers. Uh, a Zoom session laughing at me. It was like one of them laughs where you heard like when they when they clowning these guys and these memes and this this one guy laughing like hard like <sighs> it's, that's what it sounded like. And he was trying in the fact the, the cool thing about it was Damien Lillard and I were having a short dialogue of trying to figure out what I was trying to say. <laughs> he was like and he still gave me a good response. So we had a small combo of trying to make my question make sense so he can answer it. And he answered it really good. Um, well, uh, then Jalen Green, I asked him a Kobe Bryant question. And everybody on the Rockets media went in on my ass. Like, it tore me up. <laughs> that was a bad question. Um, I'm, I'm, uh, when the PR for Rockets cut my mic off because wow. it was a bad question, I asked him basically, I was like, uh, uh, um, you know, something about Kobe Bryant. Uh, what would Kobe Bryant tell you? He's like, huh? Uh, uh, Kobe? Uh, uh, he would probably go hard, young fella. And like, someone's like, bro, Zach. Kobe, he didn't know Kobe personally. Kobe wasn't around. And it's still kind of sensitive. We're talking about Kobe Bryant right now, bro. Mm. And I was like, oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. But I overcame it. You know, I'm building a good, I'm building like a, a good media rep- a media dialogue with Jalen having good better questions okay. um, I talked to his coach from high school he's like yeah just just take us one step at a time man he's a cool guy um, just just building that media dialogue uh, you know, asking better questions I'm more relaxed Kelly's like, like you look more relaxed asking questions just conversation good. that's what it is uh, if you ever get a chance to be part of the media it's just conversation you know it's like what you and I are doing just talking yep. to him asking Appreciate good questions that. though Knowing the game of basketball, knowing how the sets are ran, just talking to him, man. They, just talk to him. Mm-hmm. That's, all, that's all it is with media. It's conversation. And then knowing how to become a good writer as well. Um, that took time as well. Just read up articles, you know, just uh, being patient with it, knowing how to fix an error, listen to my editors, how to get better from that, watch how somebody else writes, using my commas better. And it just it pans out to be better. So it just takes time, but media is about being patient with yourself and just knowing that the journey continues and just making those connections. And it's about you know making make sure your skill set is ready before you before God gives you something bigger. You know what I mean? That's good. So you got to be good personally before you get that bigger opportunity. Then when you when you when you get really good, it's still you know still got to be patient with things. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. That's good, brother. And I'm definitely. Got my notes And it's something that I can definitely use As I continue to do this uh, This journey of Sports personality Slash media So no, I appreciate you Zach man And 
Mm-hmm. Just want to just tell yeah. you, man, I appreciate you, though, brother, for your time and, and, and giving us some some insight on uh, the Rockets and your journey into uh, being in sports media. Yeah, man, I think would you like really reach out to? Um, you know, it would have been a record. I would say reach out to my my, my guy Brian Sarge um, and reach out to Kim Davis. I think they, you know, they're very and they're kind of independent and they do their own media. You know, been and even though Brian's part time USA Today, um, I'm really just reaching to those guys, Sarge and Kim Davis. Mm-hmm. I think they can really help you out um, personally um, and trying to get in that PR. I mean, I can. I, I, I mean, pretty personally, I'll be, I'll be talking to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to build a relationship with the, with the PR where I can get brothers like you. Um, and other brothers a chance to just 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 give one chance to be be in front of players Man, and talking to them the media. Bro. That's my goal. I'm trying to build a relationship with uh, the PR and say, "Yo, can these guys?" Because you know it's all about you know who you work for, um, and how much they respect their company. Yes, sir. Uh, that's what it's about. And you know the PR should be here. I mean, she's pretty cool. You know, just it's about just building that rapport with her. And then to see if we can get my brothers a chance. So I'm trying to get my boy Tobias in the door, my boy Anthony in the door, my boy Lashard in the door. In the door. Of course, yourself now. And you guys who need you, you guys who need a shot. You make that first impression. You know, she get familiar with your work. She'll be like, you know, you can come back. Just you know, you gotta put that credential request in. You know what I mean? It's all about, that's what it is, bro. So it's about who you know, who you're working for, and you know. But that's my goal. There it is. Well, world. The big homies inspired even more so now. So when y'all see me in media, our brother on the other end, Zach Allen, Mr. Zach Allen, put it in the atmosphere so I can get the official media credentials. Well, Zach, man, I know the family is waiting for you, including the dogs. They're like, all right, Merv, you done took uh, Papa time. Let the world know how they can find you and follow you on uh, social media. But you can you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Renzo the Don. I think. Instagram is Renzo the Don 94 and then you can find me on Twitter Renzo, Renzo the Don man Renzo D Don so TH like Nas that, you know what I mean yeah. so yeah there like yeah is. the Don TH <laughs> don't no DA TH <laughs> <laughs> yes uh, well world thank you for rocking with me first time listeners thank you for tuning in avid listeners what up so in the next few months world again Zach putting it out there don't believe uh, well, Don't be surprised And believe when you see me With my media credentials I'm sure Mr. Zach had uh, Some input And some uh, That extra push With these connections That he's uh, sending my way So man again I thank you for that I don't do this Looking for that A lot of times 90% of the times So for you to To, to, to reach out and, and be transparent With, with your uh Story and your connections, man. Again, it's humbling, and I thank you for uh, for taking time to rock with me. And you can find the show world wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also find me on Twitter and Instagram at Isti Murph. Find a Why Not Sports Instagram on Why Not Sports underscore. Check out the website www.dmurphspeaks.com. World, we out. Looking forward to the Rockets. Seeing what they do this year. I still live in Houston, so I'm going to still watch from afar. But at the end of the day, y'all, be patient and just keep putting in the work. But until next time, 
keep grind keep the faith be smooth bro Keep the faith. When the majors do not holler.